Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hello and welcome to the Q&A segment. Hello everyone and welcome back. This is a special segment. It's the Q&A segment. As I told you before, we will be answering questions as they become available to me. Um, like I said, um, I'll just do a, a little bit of announcements and then I will um, get to the question. Um, again, I am on um, Apple Podcasts, I am on Spotify, and I'm on Anchor as the scriptural cliff note sessions, okay? In those sessions, what we do, we talk about the scriptures, we break them down in regards to the relation um, of today's atmosphere and the things that we're doing today, not only um, from 2019 to 2022, but throughout the whole world with the people's doing and everything else. This is why I continue to say that the devil fools the whole world because everything that we see, we do, we experience, we feel, even we dream about, our subconscious mind is being attacked all the time, constantly. And like I said, pretty soon I will be doing the lesson um, on the devil fools the whole world. Remember, I got two more lessons in regards to the devil before I spring that whole lesson on you. So all these lessons that I did up till now got something to do with the devil, okay? Because remember, we're spiritual beings here having a carnal and earthly experience. We, you already know that we are a tripart being, T-R-I-P-A-R-T being, okay? We're not gonna go into that. We're just gonna get into this um, Q&A segment. Again, um, that was my little announcements. And now this is the question and answer segment. And I'm kind of excited because this is the first real uh, Q&A segment. I did a little small one, but now I'm, you know, people are really asking me questions. Now, we did have the Sabbath lesson. Today is March 6, 2022, and it's the Q&A. Yesterday, we had our Sabbath lesson, and there was a question that was being asked, and I was kind of like all over the place because I was excited, number one. I always get excited every time I talk about the most high because I just love talking about the most high. I love truth. I love life. Life is the most high. The most high is life. Mm -hmm. I love everything about learning about the most high because it's important. Not only that, my spiritual eyes are open. I am aware. I am receiving spiritual messages. I am spiritually discerning. I love every second of it. As the Ruach um, takes me high and high and elevates my spirit. So um, this question was posed to me actually on the Sabbath. So um, I couldn't really answer the question the way I wanted to answer the question. And I was kind of like all over the place. But those people who um, understood what I said, they know that I answered the question. But I will go into detail now in regards to the question. So um, like I said, a question was asking me during the lesson yesterday on Sabbath, and I didn't get to answer the question in full. I will answer this question now, and then I will say some other things for you to watch out for. The question was posed to me from Galaxy 20, okay? That, that's the person's um, 
email tagline or whatever you want to call it. And she asks, in regards to the priests, because we was talking about the priests, we was talking about Levites, in regards to the priests who, who are the Levites in the nation of Israel, Yasharel, Yaakov, you already know his name ain't Jacob, there was an old J's 500 years ago, so it's Yaakov, that's the Hebrew name. Um, I already told you the children of Israel have uh, the name of the Most High, either it's in the form of Yah, Y-A-H, or L, E-L, okay? These are the children of Israel, okay? Called by the most high. Anyway, um, okay, in regards to Yasharel, Israel, um, who are the modern day Ethiopians in the line of the priests? Now, um, Galaxy 20 wants to know, where do the Ethiopians fit in? And I told her, quote, unquote, um, according to the book of Philip, which is the um, epistle of Philip, Philip says, a Jew is a Jew, which makes a convert. Now, what do I mean by that? For those of you who know, who are very familiar with scripture, and for those of you who don't, um, you know, they, they don't read the scripture or they're not uh, affiliated or acquainted or familiar with scripture, I will explain this to you. I already told you that there's many books that connect to the Bible. I already told you that Gentile slash heathens put the, Bibles, uh, put the Bible books together. I already told you that these were called Sefers, scrolls, that the Hebrew children of Israel kept um, books, quote unquote, kept scrolls, and they walked around with them. Okay, this is history, plain old history. And this is scriptural, okay? This is how we got a lot of books. However, because Gentiles slash heathens put the books together, we already know as we were um, experiencing in um, Leviticus that the Most High is dealing with the children of Israel, only the children of Israel. Right now, the children of Israel are in the wilderness and the Most High is dealing with them. Is there anybody else in the, um, in the wilderness with the children of Israel? The answer is yes, they do have servants, but the Most High is not dealing with the servants. The children of Israel are the only ones who see the Most High's manifestations, who see the Most High's miracles, who are able to step on the consecrated ground within the, um, the tabernacle, who's able to deal with the tabernacle, who's able to touch the animals that are supposed to be sacrificed by the tab tabernacle. They are the only ones that's dealing with the Most High intimately interpersonal relationship only with the children of Israel, okay? And I will even bridge that and say in Ezra, for Ezra, which is two Ezra's, as you know, only Ezra, first Ezra is in what they call the Bible. Where's the other three? Where is it? And this tells you who the children of Israel is. What did I say? The devil fools the whole world. In every way, the devil fools the whole world. So if Ezra was so important and he's a major prophet, why isn't the rest of his books in the scriptures? Huh? Okay. It's rhetorical because I know a lot of people don't know. But now you know, Ezra says, and he's having a conversation with the um, representative of the Most High, that the Most High said nobody ever saw his manifestations. No, nobody ever saw his miracles. Nobody ever saw him. Nobody ever saw a representative of his. Nobody ever saw nothing 
of his, except for the children of Israel. So we understand that, right? So if the children of Israel sees this and nobody else sees it, how could somebody even guess to put something together to do anything? So that's what I'm saying to you, okay? Just know that and don't ever forget it because the devil fools the whole world and that's important, okay? The devil fools the whole world, know that. But the, the question was, where do the Ethiopians fit in in regards to the priests? Because I'm sure in modern days, the, um, the Ethiopians are saying that they Jews. Now, Old Testament never even said the word Jew. Never, 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 ever, never, and never, ever land. Never, 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 ever. Did they say the word Jew? This is a new word in regards to the Bible. Never. It's just like saying, if you move to New Yorker, you a New York. If you move to New York, and I don't care where you came from, you're a New Yorker. Uh-huh. That's a New Yorker. That's a New Yorker. So it's kind of like that, a title. The true word, uh, without me, because I don't know how to speak Hebrew, Paleo-Hebrew, not the Yiddish. I don't know the true word of um. Hebrew because it's like symbolism so I would say Hebrew just for the sake of Hebrew but in Old Testament they would say Hebrew or Hebrew-ish listen to what I'm saying either Hebrew or Hebrew-ish understand what I'm saying now why would you if we already know that the children of Israel's Hebrews why would the most high or anybody say Hebrew-ish what does ish mean Loosely, without giving you the uh, the Oxford or the um, other dictionary um, uh, meaning. I, as a matter of fact, let me let me give you the meaning. I'm gonna give you the meaning because we're gonna go through this. Well, hold on, uh, we're gonna go through this. I'm looking it up right while I'm talking to you, and we are going to do this. Okay, what does ish mean? Ish means it's a um, adjective suffix, and it means of relating to or being. A characteristic of inclined or liable and having a touch or trace of somewhat being whatever it is supposed to be. So if somebody say, Hebrew-ish, you're not really a Hebrew. You kind of like a Hebrew. You could be in some way a Hebrew or you're mimicking a Hebrew. So that's what Hebrew-ish means. Now think about Jew or Jew-ish. That's what it means. Now, like I said, we're not gonna talk about Jew-ish or Jew. We're not gonna talk about none of that. You know why? Because that's a social construct and we're not gonna talk about that because the children of Israel are... Um, uh, I didn't forgot what I was going to say. The children of Israel are Hebrews. Sorry. They're Hebrews. Hebrews. They're not Hebrew-ish. They're not Jew-ish. They are Hebrews. Okay? That's what they are. That's what they was considered. So, the book of Philip, first I have to tell you a little bit about Philip, and I'm, I'm going deep into the question and answer, so understand what I'm saying. The book of Philip. Philip was one of the apostles. Understand? Philip was an apostle. One of Yahushua's apostle. They all wrote books and they were all prophets. But you don't know that in the New Testament because it doesn't give you the information. I already told you who wrote, uh, who put those books together. We ain't gonna keep going into that because I'm trying to focus on here and it, the answer is like a tree. It got limbs everywhere. So I'm trying to grab 
everything I can to answer the question. So understand that Philip was an um, apostle and Philip says a Jew makes a Jew, which is a convert. Okay. In the New Testament, when the uh, when Yeshua walked the, uh, was walking around with the earth, it, on earth, excuse me, and he had the apostles, Yeshua said, go to, and he had those 12 apostles, but one of them was a devil. And he said, and when that one um, killed itself, they chose somebody else and Yahusha chose Paul, who, whose name is Shaul. The real name is Shaul, but the, the heathen slash Gentiles call him Paul. I already told you that the Bible was already tampered with. So understand that. So Paul is the, um, the, um, the apostle to the Gentiles. And most of the books that are in the New Testament, they took Paul's writings and they put it in there. We ain't gonna go into that. I'm just telling you. They didn't take Philip's writings. They didn't take a lot of the James writings, a lot of more of Yachanan's, which is John's writing. They didn't take a lot of their writings, a lot of Peter's writings. They didn't take a lot of those. And Peter was the captain of the apostles. Yahusha said, I'm gonna build my church on you, Peter. He was the captain. So I don't understand why they took all Paul's writing, but I, I understand they, I understand that why they did it because the devil's a liar i understand that but um i'm saying this for your sake i understand that the devil is crafty and that's why the devil did what the devil did anyway so paul um, excuse me so philip says that even though back then it wasn't people didn't call them jews remember the books is they tamper with so this this is a relatively new um uh, uh, name jew so at that time they must have called them something else but just just for the sake of them saying it, because remember, um, the uh, New Testament was written in Greek and it was written in Hebrew. So like I said, translation, number one. Number two, when it goes to different nations, it gets translated into different things. And I told you that there's some Hebrew words, some Hebrew languages, or even other languages that does not equate to another language at all. So either it was made up, either it was um, closest to whatever was said, whatever they did to make it Jew or whatever it was, Paul said, excuse me, I keep saying Paul, Philip said, a Jew makes a Jew, which is a convert. Now, like I said, when Yahshua walked the earth and the, um, the, um, the 12 apostles was walking around as well as Shaul, which is Paul, Yahshua said, go to the lost sheep of Israel. Now, there was other people that Mosa, um, Yahushua said that he got two flocks. So there was, they were still ministering to other people, but the concentration was on the Hebrews. So what were they doing when they went and started ministering to people? They was converting them. Now, convert is a relatively new saying. It wasn't a saying back then. It wasn't a word back then. It was proselyte. That was a word back then. So what is um, Philip saying? A Jew makes a Jew or a Hebrew makes a Hebrew or whatever the word was back then, which is a convert. So now think of that was back then. Think about now. Remember, Yeshua said that everybody in the world is going to know his name and everybody's going to bow by his name. That means you have to believe in him. So those people who are not the original branches, they're converts. They're converts. Do you understand what I'm saying? Converts. If you are not in the bloodline 
of Yaakov. And Yaakov, which they call the children of Israel, they never called themselves Jews, none of that. They just were what they were. They never walked around and said, oh, I'm this, I'm that, because everybody knew who they were. And believe me, in real times, people do know who you are. The children, they know who the children are, whether they believe it, whether they um, accept it, whether they don't care, whatever the case is, people know who they are. Enough people know who they are and they don't care. Remember, the curses hang over the children's heads. So like I said, they are very, there's millions of converts to this day. They call themselves Christians like way back in the days, the word Christian wasn't even there because Christian comes from Christ. Remember, the Latin Vulgate. That was a book that was transcribed in Latin. Remember the Bible, the, what they call the Bible, those scrolls was translated into hundreds of languages and the names changed. The Latin Vulgate is the one that gave Yahshua Hamashiach and Yahuwah the name God and Jesus. That's not scriptural in any way. That's why I say the devil fools the whole world. So you understand that people that call themselves Christians, there's no such thing. That's a social construct that was made up by the masses. Because back then, they was the, he was the Mashiach. That's the real name, Mashiach. Or the Messiah, which is closer to Mashiach. So what they were, and even when they say Messianic, that is closer than Christian. The name Christian is a social construct. So now I'm back to saying what I said. Paul, uh, Philip says, a Jew makes a Jew, which is a convert. So now let's get back to um, Ethiopia. The Ethiopians are converts. Did you hear what I said? They're not the bloodline of Yasharel, which is Israel. The real um, Yaakov, who the Most High changed his name to Israel, which is uh, his name was Yasharel, not Israel, because that's regular English name. So understand that the uh, uh, um, the Ethiopians, they're Jews. They can call themselves whatever they want to, <laughs> but they're converts. You understand? The real Yaakov, his children. Okay. are the children of Yasharel. That's the real ones, the bloodline that comes straight from Yaakov, straight from Israel. I'm not talking about coming from whatever destination to this destination. You can live wherever you want to. You could be a New Yorker, a, some, a Jew from Jerusalem. You could be a new somebody from New Jersey. You could do whatever you want. But if you do not have that bloodline, you do not have that bloodline, you are not a real child of Israel understand what I'm saying. And I'll even do one better. The scripture says, um, Yeshua said that he, woe to those who call themselves Jews and are not. Remember, Jew is not um, a biblical name. It's not. But woe to those who call themselves the children of Israel and they not. Why would the most high, well, Yahusha, who is the most high in the flesh, why would he even say that if the children who call themselves the children of Israel who really ain't, if they was really the children of Israel, why would he even have to say something like that? Why would he have to say something to posers when, they, when there was no such thing as posers? Ask yourself the question. I already know the answer. I'm just telling you. Okay, so we already know that Philip said a Jew makes a Jew, which is convert. So we understand that um, 
the um, Ethiopians are converts. That's number one. Number two, I'm getting ready to read to you the line of um, Ham. Now, <laughs> let me put a pin in that for one second. I will be doing a lesson on the children of Noah because remember Noah and his children repopulated the whole world, excuse me, world after the deluge. What's the deluge? The flood. After the flood, Noah's children, Shem, Ham, and Japheth populated the whole world. There's everybody that's walking around today in real time are descendants of those three. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's in the book of Genesis. Did we go and do all of that in Genesis when I did the outline? No, I talked about it a little bit, but I didn't go into it. You know why? Because it's a, it's a uh, lesson within itself. And I'm going to do that lesson and I'm going to make it real condensed because it's ugly and there's so many um, prophecies that got to do with it. Even now, today's time with war and all that got to do with those lines. But I'm not going to talk about that right now. I'm just going to answer the question, where do the Ethiopians fit in? You already know that they convert. So now I'm going to discuss to you the line of hand. All right. If anybody knows about what happened to Noah, when he was drunk, he was naked. Remember, a part of the law is not to see your family naked in any way. That's against the law. So what happened? Um, Noah's three sons. Noah was an alcoholic. Uh-huh, he was an alcoholic. And we're gonna go into that. But anyway, you already know alcohol is an old devil. I say it all the time. That's why the priest can't mess with the alcohol. That's why you ain't supposed to be messing with the alcohol. La di la di da. So um Noah was drinking and he was drunk and he was laying down with no clothes on. So what happens? Ham walks in there and sees Noah and he runs back out and he tells his two brothers, Shem and Japheth. Now they know it's against the law. So what he does, what they do is they walk in backwards and put a sheet over um, their father Noah. When Noah finds out, you know what Noah does? He curses Ham's son, Canaan. He can't curse um, Ham because Ham is too close to him. Do you understand? Ham is right next to him because that's his son. So he can't curse um, Ham, but he cursed his son, Canaan. We already know the history behind that. And if you don't, just um, when, just hold on tight. When I start talking about the uh, children of Noah, you'll understand. So that's where the curse came from. The curse of Canaan. And that is um, Ham's line. Now I'm getting ready to read something to you. The line of Ham. Hold on one minute, one minute. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. The line of Ham, this is in the scriptures, okay? And it's also in um, some information that I put pulled up when I was doing some um, research. So let's just listen. I'm, I'm, this is regular language. This ain't biblical language, okay? So I'm just saying regular language. Ham is the youngest of Noah's three sons, along with Shem and Japheth. Ham himself has four sons, namely Cush, that's Ethiopia, Mizraim, that's Egypt, and Put, that is Libya, and lastly, Canaan, okay? All right? That's the one who was cursed, okay? Their soon-to-be descendant, Ham and his soon-to-be descendants, lived and became the forefathers of the African continent and the Middle East. 
Now, let me stop that for a minute. You already know Africa was Mesopotamia. Remember times changed, names changed, all that. I have all of that stuff in the Bible um, dictionary. If you, sorry, library, not dictionary. If you want to know all of that stuff I'm talking about, I'm already talking about it in the library. Just look up whatever, okay? It's just too much stuff to tell you to look up. So um, they, um, they are the forefathers of Mesopotamia, what they call now Africa, and what they call the Middle East, because it wasn't called the Middle East before, okay? So those are the forefathers. Like a, I'm going to say it again, Ham's line, Cush, which is Ethiopia, Mizraim, which is Egypt, and Libya and Canaan. Do you understand? Okay. Now, those people, um, I want to say they are also, um, it's, another, it's another line too, that today's line, and I forgot it off the top of my head. Palestine? Yes, it's Palestine too. So that's the line of Ham. Okay, and I already said it again, the descendants became the forefathers of the African continent in the Middle East. Now I'm going to say this again to you. Back then, everybody was melanated. Everybody. Remember, we in the scriptures of the Levites, there was no black and white. And if you was white, then you had leprosy. Because everybody then was in, in the beaten sun and they was all melanated, all the line understand that know that that scripture and its history okay that the devil's hiding anyway so i'm going to read something else to you now remember uh, shem's line is the hebrew line japheth's line is later the uh, european line and uh, ham's line is the african line understand that okay shem's line is the um is the hebrew line understand that now i'm gonna read some things to you so you understand that shem's um ham's line is the african line okay that's number one number two a convert makes a convert understand that it's not in order just understand that and now i'm gonna say some biblical verses okay i'm gonna tell you what Deuteronomy says, because the most I said, do not mix the lines within the, um, he's talking about Shem's line, because Shem line is the, he, the Hebrews, and from um, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob comes Shem, Shem's line. From um, Yaakov, Abraham is the father of many nations, not all. Isaac only had two children which is um, Yaakov, which they call Aja, A Jacob, and Esau. And Esau is a whole different story on his own, honey. He mingled with the U Europeans, okay? And the Most High dealt with him severely and will be wiping him off the face of the earth. But we ain't gonna go there. But just know, the Most High said, I loved Jacob, which his name was Yaakov, and I hated Esau, and I made him bear. What does that mean? It means he made him uh, albino. He didn't have a lick of melanin, not a piece, nowhere. So it was easy for him to mix with the Europeans. Okay, they ain't got no melanin either. All right, and I'm gonna leave that right there. Okay, so 
Now, I'm going to tell you that the Most High is dealing with the children of Israel. Now, I'm going to say Deuteronomy. Remember, we in Levites, and that's the start of the 613 laws. So Deuteronomy 7 and 3 says, Neither shall thou make marriages with them. Thy daughter shall not give unto his son, nor his son, excuse me, nor his daughter shall thou take for thy son. What does the Most High talk about in regards to that? The Most High is giving them a law. Don't mix with nobody else. And why does he say that? Because the rest of the nations uh, worship devils. That's why. We already talked about that. We talked about that in um, Genesis. We can already talk about that in Deuteronomy after Numbers. We're going to know and we're going to understand why the Most High do not want the children of Israel, which is his, his original branches, nobody else, why he don't want them mixing. Okay. Now, Jeremiah 16 and 2 says it again. Thou shalt not take thee a wife, neither shalt thou have sons or daughters in this place. That's Jeremiah 16 and 2. The Most High continues to say this to the children of Israel. I don't want you mixing with nobody. I don't care where you go. I don't want you mixing with nobody. I'm going to give you a caveat in one second after I read what I said. Okay? Um, okay. Ezra 9 and 12 says, now, therefore, give not your daughters unto their sons, neither take their daughters unto your sons, nor seek their peace or their wealth forever, that ye may be strong and eat the good of the land and leave it for inheritance for your children forever. Did you hear what I said? That's what, um, uh, that's what um, Ezra said. That's what it says in Ezra. Who is Ezra? A major prophet. Who is he dealing with? The Most High. Okay, so what does the Most High tell um, the children of Israel over and over and over? Don't marry nobody outside your own line. Now, the caveat is the children of Israel, there's 12 tribes. This is, uh, some people will say, well, and this is from the devil because it's a lie. Some people will say, well, if a son of Israel goes and marries somebody outside their line, then that child's going to be adopted in the line. That's not true. It's a lie from the pit of hell, and you can't prove it scripturally because it's not in the scriptures at all. This is man making up their own stuff. This is why the devil fools the whole world, number one. This is why the most high say you in darkness. You can't comprehend my light, and that's why I'm getting ready to weed out the rebels, and there's only going to be a remnant. That's why he said what he said, because it's a lie. Within the children of Israel, and I'm going to give you an example, if Judah, a man from Judah's line, and a woman from Levite's line get married and they have children, that child is going to be in Judah's line. Did you hear what I said? Within the tribe of Israel itself, if the, a man from the line of Judah marries somebody, a woman from the line of um, the Levites, that child is going to be in the line of Judah. And that's the only way that the child's gonna still be in, um, in Yasharel, okay? It's not gonna be an ish. It's not gonna be a Hebrew-ish or a Jew-ish, okay? It's gonna be 100% blood within the lines. And the Most High wanted all those lines to stay in one another. But if you have to go outside your own line within the nation, 
You go to your brethren's nation. I mean, excuse me, line. You go in your brethren's line within the same nation. That is the only way you could do it. So we understand, number one, Philip said, there's converts, okay? A Jew makes a Jew, which is convert. That's number one. Number two, we understand that Ethiopians are in the line of Ham. So if they're in the line of Ham, they can't be in the line of Shem. The line of Shem are the Shemites, number one. And through those Shemites, because Shem had more than one son, through those Shemites came the Hebrews. Okay? So we know that um, Ethiopia is in the line of Ham. We understand that. We understand Philip said uh, uh, um, a convert makes a convert. Okay? We understand that, which is a proselyte. Okay, one of the um, two prophets said it, apostle slash prophet, and a major prophet said it. We also know that the most I said don't mix with nobody else. So we already know that the uh, Ethiopians didn't mix with none of the, um, um, the Hebrews to get anybody. I'm not saying that they didn't to get that. I didn't, I didn't say that they wasn't mixing because you know they didn't listen. But I'm saying to get the line of the Ethiopians being in Yasharel. That did not happen. That's what I'm saying. I need you to fully understand that. Okay? Okay. So, not only that, the Mosai said he was going to get rid of um, Ethiopia. And he said he getting ready to get rid of um, Egypt, which is Mizraim. So, if the most, if Ethiopia was, a, this is just for the sake of argument. If Ethiopia was on the line of the children of Israel, why would the Most High say I'm getting rid of them? Even within the line of um, Yasharel, the Most High said he's going to preserve them. He said that apple is I. He never said that about nobody else. So where is it that um, Ethiopia is? Ethiopia is Jews. They Yasharel. They can be whatever they want to, but they not Yasharel. Straight up. They from Ham. So now I'm going to read something from another major prophet. And this didn't even come true yet. Okay, I already told you there's a lot of prophecies. Some of them, the prophecies came true. Some of them we live in right now. And some didn't come true yet. Now, this is a major, 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 major prophet. And this is Ezekiel. Okay. And what did the Most High say to Ezekiel? Ezekiel ministered to me. What can these bones do? Can these bones come back to life, Ezekiel? Ezekiel was like, you know, most high, you know. So he started ministering, the bones started getting back together. That's how powerful he is. Okay, well, let me tell you. Ezekiel 30, 4 and 9 says, and listen closely, and I'm going to tell you what it means when I read it. And the, and the sword shall come upon Egypt, and great pain shall be in Ethiopia. When the slain shall fall in Egypt and they shall take away her multitude and her foundations shall be broken down. Ethiopia and Libya and Libya and all the mingled people. I'm gonna break that down in a minute. And Chubb and the men of the land that is in league shall fall with them by the sword. Thus saith the most high, they also, they also that uphold Egypt shall fall and the pride of her power shall come down from the tower 
of Sini, excuse me, Sini, shall they fall in it by the sword, saith the Most High Yah, and they shall be desolate in the midst of the countries that are desolate, and her city shall be in the midst of the cities that are wasted, and they shall know that I am the Most High Yah, when I have set a fire in Egypt, and when all her helpers shall be destroyed, in that day shall messengers go forth from me in ships and make the careless Ethiopians afraid and great pain shall come upon them as in the day of Egypt for love it cometh. What the Most High said? I promise you I'm going to tear these people up. What did she, she, what did the Most High say he was going to do? He's going to tear up Ethiopia and he's going to destroy Egypt. He just said that. I just told you that. Now I'm going to talk about mingled peoples because um, Ezekiel 30 and 5 says Ethiopia and Libya and Libya and all her mingles pe mingled people. What does that mean? It means all, what does mingle mean first? Let me just break it down because I got to give you the real, real here. Mingle means mixed. Mm -hmm. Mixed up, swirled. So who are the people in um, Ethiopia and Libya? They mixed people. Who did they mix with? The last Roman rule. They mixed with Greek and Rome. That's why they look the way they do. Okay. The scriptures are saying it. And if you do a little bit of homework about who conquered what, what were the people that mixed? Did the Most High tell the Ethiopians not to mix with nobody? The Most High didn't care because Ham is cursed. Ham, as far as Canaan, is cursed. Ham's line is the Africans. Why do they look like that and not the regular Africans? I ain't trying to say something. I'm just um, pointing out the obvious. Now, I want you to understand that I give this spiritual lesson simply because we must know, but know that don't shoot the messenger. I'm reading the receipt. And I don't think it's a, I don't think it's an insult. It just is what humans do. But the most high told his line, Yasharel, Yaaku, I don't want you mixing with nobody. Okay. Whether they did or not, they committed a sin, which brings me back to what I said. Ethiopians are Hamites. They not, um, they're not from the line of Yasharel, not the blood line of Yasharel. They're not. They're from the line of Ham, okay? The third son of Noah. That's who they are. The Most High said everybody was going to know my name. And the heathens, fast forward after Yeshua uh, ascended and all this stuff happened, this is where all this quote unquote Christianity and religion came in. Now, I'm going to do a lesson on that. As a matter of fact, I'm not even going to teach the lesson. I'm going to get a, a, a real professional to teach you that lesson. Uh-huh, because he's going to dot I's and cross T's. And you are not going to have no questions after he finished with you. So I say that to say that the churches and all that, they in Revelation too. They the great whore on the dragon. And we not going to go into that. Not right now, anyway. But that's the answer to the question that Ethiopia is not a part of Yasharal. Now I'm going to say something else too. Was there one or two stupid, ignorant, um, non-compliant Hebrews mixing with Yasharal? I mean, mixing outside of their own line? Yes. But the Most High said he's going to get them and he's going to weed them out. That's what he said. It's all in through those scriptures. And I'll tell you this, 
um, for anybody who say, oh yeah, Solomon um, went with the queen of Sheba or wherever, whoever she was, and we'll talk about her, but I'm not going into her. Oh yeah, they had a secret child and maybe they had a child and this and that. Okay, show me where that is. And it does say that she did come and she came for Solomon because you know, he was the um, somebody with um, wisdom. He had the most wisdom. So yes, she did come and he did um, give her wisdom and this and that. And they say they was lovers and this and that. But what does the most high say? Do not go outside your own nation. And if you go outside your own nation, I'm going to get you. Does anybody know what happened to uh, Solomon? You better go to the Testament of Solomon, honey. I already uploaded that Testament of Solomon. That's where you see all the demons. The demon told Solomon, oh, I'm going to get you for mixing. I'm going to get you because one, um, one of those women that you're going to be um, with, they're going to make you... Um, they're going to make you follow me and, and worship me. And that's exactly what happened to Solomon. That book of Ecclesiastes is when Solomon fell. What does that mean when Solomon fell? When the Most High gave Solomon all these blessings and all of that for being humble, he has so many blessings. I mean, blessings on blessings on blessings on blessings. But you know what his downfall was? Women. Mm -hmm. And he had hoes everywhere. Holes everywhere. Why do I say whores? Because the most I say whoremongers, but I'm going to use the regular word of today. Holes. He had holes everywhere. Every nation, every every ethnicity, he had holes everywhere, everywhere. And guess what was on him? The demon of lust. Because the most high gave you the 613 laws. You ain't supposed to be having no lust. So what did Solomon do? He lusted after this particular hoe and she did his downfall, just like a lot of other Yashabal. Okay, to this day, in real time, Yasharel's being taken down by the heathens of this nation every minute. You could turn on the TV, you'll see Yasharel with heathens. You will see Yasharel doing stuff that's way, way, way left, way against the Lord. This is why the, uh, the Most High said, oh, I am going to weed out the rebels of my own uh, children, and it's only going to be a remnant. Child. If you knew who the children of Israel really was, and if you humble yourself and really know, you'll know who the children of Israel are, and they running them up right now. But that's another lesson. But I will tell you, like I said, the answer is, because I know I was very winded, and I like to make people totally informed. I don't want to, I want to connect every dot so you don't have no more questions. The answer to the question, if you didn't get that, is no Ethiopians are Hamites. They are not Shemites, which is the line that um, runs through the Hebrews. They are not. They are Hamites. Are they converts? Anybody could be a convert. All you got to do is believe. What did the Most High say? He, um, he said, whosoever. Yahshua said, whosoever. Anybody who believes, I'd have no partiality. But do not get it mistaken. The true branches are the true branches. And I will quote the most high where he said to Ezra. The children of Israel are the apple of my eye and everything else is spit in a bucket. What he said? Everybody else is spit in a bucket. Okay. As a matter of fact, pretty soon I'm going to start uploading those prophetic books and I'm gonna let you hear exactly what goes on. This is why all of those books are not in there with the exception of the uh, King James 1611 Bible. As I said before, the 1611 Bible has way more meat than the regular, um, regular Bibles today. Today, 
I answered the question, but I will tell you something about Bibles. There are so many Bibles in every, every denomination in any way you want them. For people who have pedophilia, for people who homosexuality, all of that, there's a Bible for everybody. What does the devil do? He fools the whole world in every way possible. So like I said, two more lessons and I'm going to give it to you. So that's the answer. And I hope I wasn't too um, long-winded on that answer. And um, like I said, if you have any questions and you want the answer to them, please upload the question in Spotify. And I will be more than happy to answer that question. Um, I hope this answer and this lesson, this short little lesson edified you. And with that, I will say until next time. Hi, if you like what you're hearing, please hit the follow button so you can be notified when a new lesson is available. You can also upload a question or take a poll for more of your favorite topics. Thanks for listening.